Quack, quack, honk, honk, and a vroom, vroom to you. Good afternoon, and welcome into another episode of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk. I'm your host, Stan Poggle, average everyday fisherman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion. My co-host, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, is joining me as well via location of the unknown. How we doing, buddy? Good, good, good. Busy morning this morning. I was uh, up early. Uh... Up to Malax Lake there for the for the four wheeler that they have uh, four wheeler deer they had all the vice presidents uh, the presidents vice presidents uh, oh there had to be at least probably three hundred four wheelers there they went down the old two line trail they had a pancake breakfast that was sponsored by the Iowa Fire Department so you could go and have breakfast and then at uh, four o'clock they have a pig roast turkey roast. Well, so that's probably still there? going on, then. I'm I'm surprised you aren't there getting, you know, some pig roast because that's kind of your thing. Well, well, I got I was going to actually go back for the pig roast and turkey roast, but I got a call, so I had to run over to the west side of the lake, and I had some friends up there, and I forgot I told them I was going to take them fishing for a few hours, so I did that, and we went out and caught a few fish. I put them on a few spots there, and. And then I had uh, some other stuff going on, so I then I jumped in the truck and uh, I uh, is, I'm going south. You're, you're always just going, 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 aren't you? Well, you know, weekends are pretty pretty busy around here. To, you know, it's it's always something. Somebody's calling you wanting this or wanting that. But uh, I'll tell you what, if, if they got they got these, I talked I, I talked to about four or five of these guys from the Four Wheeler Association there, and I'll tell you what, you guys go to at Bam. Uh, uh, Minnesota four wheelers, and you go to their link. Mm-hmm. I guess it's atvab dot com. Yeah, they got a, they got event, they got rides every weekend or every other weekend. You go on there, and I'll tell you what these guys. I was really amazed. I mean, these guys with all the people running around there, it was very very well. You know, oriented. Everything was in line. I mean, it was a good deal. They lined up. They got, you know, they had a cop there that shooted them across the highway to get to the, I mean, and, and they were going all the way from, from Isle to Moose Lake. Wow. I mean, yeah, that would be that's fun. A, that's the cruise on the railroad tracks. Yeah, that would be fun. And I know you were talking about how much they've advanced these things. I mean, they're 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 pretty uh, cool things. They got the good suspension in them, so even old guys like you can ride them around pretty much all day and and be safe and sound and and not uh, walk away with a sore back or sore hip or whatever. So uh, definitely well, have people what, check out the Advam we website we because had guys from there was a guy that owns a resort at Crane Lake. He was down. He drove all the way. There's guys from Wisconsin. I mean, there's people from all over. I mean. Uh, some of these four wheelers, I mean, I walked around, looked at some of the side by sides. I mean, they got five hundreds, they got thousands. I mean, the suspension on them things, the air rides. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, some of these things are, are you're looking at twenty grand, thirty grand. I mean, they are, they are some. And then the additives that these guys put on there. I mean, they got lights on their flags that are flashing. They got. Uh, I mean, some of these guys got a good imagination. So when they start rigging stuff, they're. They got another ten grand in tool. Oh yeah, you can definitely spend as much as you want to spend. It's just like a motorcycle or a car. They got so many accessories and and gadgets and clothing and all the gear. So uh, definitely a cool thing, though. We've chatted with Advam a lot in the past. Uh, I know they're always up there at the deer opener, so they are good people. So check those guys out at advam.com. And I gotta razzy a little bit before we uh, get to that, though. I have to mention. We will have uh, Terry from Terry's Boat Harbor up there on Mille Lacs 
Buddy Kudak here is going to be driving some launch trips for him this summer. So if you want to get a hold of them, just check out terrysboatharbor.com. But we'll chat with him. It sounded like the walleye opener was good. I uh, went out fishing with Panaz last week, or Buddy Panaz, at the uh, governor's opener. And I, somebody he knew was up there. And I guess they launched into about a 30-incher up there. So uh, the big fish definitely uh, were on the bite, it sounded like. Well, I'll tell you what, I... I ended up there on, on Saturday afternoon, and uh, I fished with some guys. I, I was working on a boat for these guys that uh, they had some problems. So I was up there doing this and doing that, and we went out fishing for a little while. Uh, I, like I said, a little while. We we caught some nice fish, and I, then I had to leave and go go another place. Uh, so uh, I fished with them guys, and then I got in my truck, and I kept on going north. I ended up... Uh, Oh, North Aiken, North McGregor. There was another guy that I was going to help him. But when I got there, they had he had his relative show up, so I got out of doing work. They had everything done, so I had a, I had a nice steak dinner Saturday night in the Fixins, and a couple cold Mountain Dews, and then I got home about ten o'clock Saturday night, and boy was I full. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I want to bring up too. Speaking of the opener. Uh, I guess by default, I, I win the first annual Kudak versus Stan fishing challenge because somebody ditched me at the governor's opener. I don't know what that was all about, but I guess well, I guess, I, I, I guess I, I'm the first annual, the inaugural champion of the outdoor adventures fishing challenge between the two of us because I reeled in well, a lot yeah. of fish with Panas. You, you know what? I'll give it to you because you got skunked anyways. You never caught a fish. Oh, that is a lie. You talked to Panas. I, in fact, Panas told me your girlfriend caught a ball. She let you reel him in. No, that was definitely the yeah. secretary was not reeling in as many fish. In fact, she kind of got my line tangled up quite a bit, but that's okay. Uh, I'll well, would you? Call me, she says. No, don't let him oh, play go. it because I set the hook and I let him reel him in. So now we know the whole story. I did have one thing that uh, I, I hate to admit, but it did happen. But we were fishing in Panaz hauled in. Uh, that thing had to be close to six pound, if not more. Big, big largemouth, and we. Uh, I, I was tying one of the. I don't even know what you call them. The ones with the wacky worms, you know. And I was kind of in a rush because I had been I had changed rods and I was retying a different line and I kind of got in a rush and I didn't quite make enough twists and loops and that and I I even thought about it I'm like oh man maybe we should have done a couple more turns on that and no kidding I had one on and then I never got to see it but it was definitely by far uh, the biggest one that I had of the day and I think it probably would have rivaled Panazas and it kind of got wrapped up a little bit in the weeds and you know panaz he's got the super heavy duty equipment because he's used to fishing that stuff in the heavy cover and i didn't have that same equipment on my rig and i i pulled a little too hard and but it wasn't the line snap that i hate to admit it but my damn hook came untied oh yeah that happens you know, you don't you don't you don't wrap it around and, and wet your line and tight snug her up tight uh you know it, it, it they bust yeah, it was not a fun fun time there, but it it was fun with Panaz. He got us. Uh, we caught a lot of crappies, some sunnies. Uh, the walleyes didn't seem to be hitting the lakes we were on. Uh, I know we hit one outside of town there uh, of Wilmer and chatted with some guys there, and they weren't having much luck. But I heard they had some pretty decent luck out in that area, and I was really surprised how many lakes. I forgot how many lakes were really around that area. I mean, they're everywhere. 
Yeah, I talked to that one, the local guy there, and he said there's like 20, 20 something lakes and twenty miles. And, and you know, when I was pulling into town there on on Thursday, I was I, I that lake by Spicer, I think it was, and there were three guys in a boat, and I watched them guys hoist tree dandy crappies. I mean, they I, I I pulled over and watched them for about oh I don't know five minutes. Man, they some of them lakes are pretty nice lakes out there. I mean, it's it it, it amazed me what fish what kind of fisheries out there. But that's a that's a hidden jewel out there. Them guys, I'm surprised there's not more people out there fishing them lakes. Yeah, and there's a lot of nice little you know kind of smaller lakes. So if you don't have the big boat, you can get in there. We seen one guy with about a ten foot boat cruising around out there, and he was just fine. Another guy was out there in a kayak, so it was definitely well, a a good good time. I, I see the picture of our, our our fearless leader rowing his boat off the lake. What happened? Oh there? yeah, Tom Landweir, the DNR commissioner. Apparently, they had some engine troubles out on the water, and I guess he had to do a workout. But uh, I'll be honest, he was in pretty good spirits that night, so it must not have affected him too bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, he probably the night before he he uh, was was lifting okay. See, he was he was in shape. He was practicing. Exactly. So uh, it's a good time at the governor's fishing opener in Wilmer, and we should probably let the listeners know as well if they want to join us next year. Now's the time to plan it. But uh, I know one thing they had mentioned to me and you was that, you know, Governor Dayton wanted to kind of hit all the different areas of the state. So next year, it's, uh, you know, was in his administration. He probably won't be there, but we'll find out who will be. But, uh, it's going to be down in Albert Lee next year. Yeah, that's another three-hour drive for me. You know, you'd you'd whine if you got hung with a new rope. You know that. Well, uh, they could have had it up north here somewhere instead of down. Well, the deer opener is in Hinkley, which is about a rock's throw from your house, so that should make up for the three-hour drive. But it's two hours for me, so we'll we'll get now, through it. It's not the end now, of the world. Now that you mentioned that. Uh, any, any of our listeners, if they live in this area up north here, I am looking for three or four guides for for Camp Confidence. We're short a few guides, and uh, I, I need a few more. So if you would be interested in guiding over at Camp Confidence on June 15th and 16th, give me a call, and I'll get some information from you, and I'll get you set up over there. Sounds great. The June 15th and 16th is at Camp Confidence. Get a hold of Kuduk here. Uh, give him a call or check him out online. You can find him on Facebook. Don't look at his picture. He might get scared, but he is on Facebook. So, uh, But we got to get to the rest of the show. We'll probably talk. Uh, there Sounds like they're going to pass that uh, law as far as the snowmobiling, the DWI with snowmobiles and ATVs and stuff. If you get one in a car, you also can't drive your, your recreational vehicle, which I guess I... I, I guess I'm all for that. I mean, you can't really not be. Well, yeah, if you're drinking in a vehicle, snowmobile, four-wheeler, uh, you get a ticket. You know what? It's a motorized vehicle. You, I, I, I figured that would have been coming a long time ago myself. Yeah, I'm surprised that that was this way all these years. And with the popularity, I'm guessing, of the ATVs, like you were just at that big event today, you said there's three, 400-wheelers and ATVs and UTVs, so I'm sure it's getting to be a lot bigger of an issue and the machines are becoming faster and quicker and and all that so definitely more than likely a good thing uh, happening there so we'll discuss that probably a little bit later in the show about 5:45 but next we're going to chat with uh, Terry from Terry's Boat Harbor great launch service up there on Malax and uh, lots of walleyes biting mm-hmm. it sounds mm-hmm. like Kuduk. 
Oh, you bet. It was, it was, she's blowing pretty good up there. And I know he's, I, I believe he's got a trip going out at five today or four. I think it's five o'clock. He's got a trip going out. And I, you know, I was on the lake and I, you know, there's a few people fishing, but I'll tell you what, it's pretty cool up here and pretty windy. And I heard the crappie contest at Minnetonka. I talked with Tony Ward and the boys, uh, they were doing the weigh in and, uh, pound something, pound eight or something, one, one, won the crappie contest and the young young boy won the boat motor. So we got a happy young fella, a young kid that won a, won himself a boat motor. That is excellent. We will uh, be back with Terry from Terry's Boat Harbor coming up next here when Outdoor Adventures continues here on Twin Cities News Talk AM eleven thirty FM one zero three five and the free iHeart Radio. Welcome back to Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and also on the free iHeartRadio app. And today we are featuring songs from my buddies Kudak. And my own graduation year, that is Night Moves by Bob Seger. I'm sure you remember that one, Kuduk, don't you? Oh, you bet. You bet. I remember that one. Yeah. So uh, that's one thing cool about this iHeartRadio app. I know you can't get it on your flip phone, Kuduk, but uh, anybody that is uh, got the smartphone, you can download that free iHeartRadio app. And uh, they are featuring a thing where it's graduation songs. So you can type in the year you graduated, and it'll play all the songs you grew up with throughout high school, all those memories, Kudak. I was looking at my list, and unfortunately, when I was in high school, it was kind of that weird time where we almost had like three different genres of music happening at all at one time. You had the hair metal band dying, which was great. Then you had the kind of alternative dirtball scrubby people music. That came out that was new, and then you had the rap and the hip hop stuff. And I'll tell you what, that was probably the biggest thing in high school as far as music, in my opinion. So we had kind of three different cool genres all at once. Well, didn't you have you? You were just at the end of the disco too, weren't you? Or you were at the beginning. Well, I was at the end of the disco when I was born, but not. Uh, <laughs> that was that was more your time. I think we may have to throw in some ABBA here, or you may say ABBA, but uh, we'll get to that because we have a couple of Kudux graduating year songs coming up here on Outdoor Adventures, and we'll get to one that uh, I did a lot of uh, naughty things to. We'll uh, have that one coming up in the next segment. We've, but we got to move on with the show here. Enough about the music. We will get into more of that later. But uh, make sure you download that free radio app, and you can do that. And you can also find Outdoor Adventures on there and listen anytime to any of our past and present episodes. So let's get Terry on here from Terry's Boat Harbor up there at Mille Lacs in your area, Kudak. Welcome on in here, Terry. How are we doing? Well, we're doing good. Sitting here watching the wind beat in. She's still a little windy up here. Yeah, I was by there a little while ago. I was up in the garrison there, and, and I come by there, and I, there, I see St. Albans. I think I see maybe three or four boats out there from garrison all the way down. She was blowing pretty good there, and it's a chilly day out there. Yeah, I mean, this morning, it you know, it was cloudy. Then it started raining, and... Uh, 
Wind's been blowing 2025 all day. It's supposed to let up tonight. The sun's out now, so. Now, how is how is the fishing going up there, Terry? I know you got a charter this, this evening, so uh, the fish right. Yeah, no, the fishing's been fantastic. I mean, uh, all the small boat people I'm talking to, and uh, the trips we've had on our launch. I mean, we've, we're catching just a, a pile of fish. And then that that on Monday you get uh, you get all the kids from the school up there the fifth or the sixth graders you got a bunch of boats going out. Right, yeah, we've been for years now. We've been taking the Malacca School District out, so uh, yeah, you need my boats, and then I get four more of the other uh, businesses up here, and we generally take out six boats every year, so. They have a grand old time, so it's good for them to see the kids out there. You can find more information at terrysboatharbor.com. And, Terry, uh, what what uh, amenities do you have? What uh, types of things do you offer for a guy like me that maybe doesn't want to haul the boat up there? Uh, what can you do for me there at Terry's? Well, I mean, we have a harbor here, and we run boat slips and, you know, uh, launch boats here, uh, you know, uh, we probably, yeah, well, there's no probably about it. We have the deepest harbor and deepest launch on the whole lake, so it's concrete ramp, so it's, uh, you know, it's real easy, and your vehicles are watched all the time when you're out fishing, and we have fish cleaning house here, and, you know, sell bait and tackle and do the launch services and so So a little bit of everything in the summertime so what is your typical trip as far as the launches go like i say if i don't want to haul my boat up there what what's your typical trip like Uh, is it just an afternoon or a morning thing or an all-day thing or can i do an entire weekend how does that work yeah i mean uh, you know uh, normally, uh, we go eight to noon, one to five, six to ten. You know, as long as we got three or four people, we go out and, uh, you know, we have deals where if people want to fish longer or want to, you know, buy something, fish the whole weekend. Uh, you know, we can accommodate pretty much anything that way. So, and on the launches, I mean, we furnish all the rods and reels and bait and tackle and, so basically, all you got to do is show up, and if they don't know how to fish, uh, they'll show them how to do it. Now, are most of these uh, trips, Terry, uh, as far as uh, the launches go, are they are they private trips, or are they you get on there with a bunch of uh, other people, or how does that work? Well, we do both. I mean, if you have a company or a family reunion or something like that, and you want the whole boat exclusively to your group, we do that. But then we also roll, you know, uh, run the open boats, which is open to anybody that wants to go fishing. So, you know, I mean, if if you're a single person, as long as we're going out, uh, you know, you you can get on board with us and go. And I hear you. You hear here you have Kudak driving for you. How did that go? Yes, we do. We got the world famous Chris Kudak driving launch. So anybody listening out there, if you. uh, (laughs) If you want to go on a fishing trip and learn a little bit and maybe hear a little bit of BS, then you want to go with Chris. Well, you, you know, I, I, I've done it for a few years, so I, I've been around doing that lot still. And you know what? You get a good bunch of people, and you got nice, nice equipment, nice boats, and, and you know, it, it's a fun deal to go out there. You know, you got gas grills on there, so you can cook, you know, guys bring their hamburgers or hot dogs, and you, 
you know, you start to grow up, you cook them hamburgers, hot dogs, they eat, they got a bathroom there. I mean, there's nothing more enjoyable than sitting on a launch on a nice day. No, that's true. And, you know, it uh, costs a lot less to go on a launch than it does to a Twins game or Vikings game or Wild game anymore. You know, by the time tickets, parking, and everything else. And like Chris said, yeah, if you want, they want to cook, have a picnic on the boat, have a few beers, it's no problem. So what does a typical uh, trip cost, then, you're talking to Dick? And i got to ask you, Terry, if you can maybe uh, either put us on speaker or uh, maybe take the phone a little bit away from your mouth, because we do have a lot of female listeners, and all that heavy breathing into the phone you've been doing here uh, may drive them crazy. So, uh, <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, let me try. I'll try and step outside once. But, I, uh, we're on my cell phone because the business line, we're using that. Sure. What uh, credit cards for people coming to the boat? Sure. What but, uh, uh, does a typical trip cost then, as far as you know, uh, if I wanted to come up there and do a trip? Well, like if you just want to go on a four-hour fishing trip, thirty-eight for dollars uh, for adults and uh, twenty dollars for kids. You know. Well, geez, you can't even haul the boat up there for that. No. No, and plus, like I said, we're furnishing all the bait and the tackle, and, you know, you're going out with a guide, so, uh, you you know, even if you know nothing about fishing, you're going to learn something about fishing. Well, can you give us a little bit of a fishing report after the break here, Terry? Sure. Sounds great. We will have more with uh, Terry from Terry's Boat Harbor. You can check him out at terrysboatharbor.com. Also, uh, a tune for my day coming up next here when Outdoor Adventures continues. The news is next here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Kudak's going to hate that one, but one of my classics from my generation, Kudak, that is the old Snoop Doggy Dog. You know, I'm sure you've heard of him anyway, right? i never heard that song in my life till just now. What do you think of it? Well, I can go without. <laughs> I figured that. I'm sure uh, Terry agrees, but I tell you what, that... Oh. I, I guess I don't have many memories from that year because uh, I think I killed a few too many brain cells listening to that one. But uh, we are going to continue the graduation theme here uh, throughout the show here on Outdoor Adventures, playing a couple of tunes from my graduating year and a couple from Kudux as well. So we'll have more of that for you. But right now we're going to finish things up with our friend Terry from Terry's Boat Harbor. You can check him out at terrysboatharbor.com and uh, we're chatting a little bit about the services. Got private charters, uh, public charters as well. Very reasonable rates. You can find all that on the website. Um, and uh, But now we got to find out how the fishing has been and it sounds like I know somebody else that was up there for the opener and they were getting some nice big fish. So uh, what's what's the latest report, Terry? Uh, everybody's catching a lot of fish. I mean, you know, we didn't have near as many boats out today because it was so rough and cold. But even today, the boats that went out did really well. And uh, every day since opener, I I haven't heard a a poor fishing report yet from anybody. So 
Yeah, no, I've been, a very good walleye I, fishing right now. I was on the west side and the east side, and everybody I talked to that's been out fishing, it's been everybody's catching fish. I haven't heard one complaint. You know, everybody's doing good. They're catching a, a lot of a lot of a lot of big fish. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a number of fish uh, 29, 30 inches already, which is, you know, that's a big fish early on in the year. Yeah, considering there's no fish in the lake. Yeah, more fish in the lake right now than there's ever been. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100% because, them, and, and I talked to some guys that, you know, they caught some big fish and they, they were still have eggs in them and the, the males were still, still had milk in them and, so I take it they're still spawning a little bit up there yet. They're not yeah, done. they're not done yet. I mean, they're getting close, but they're still catching some that are spawning. So, yeah, yeah, I would imagine this week it'll be over. What? Uh, what? How long have I noticed that people have to call you, Terry, say if they want to come up, uh, you know, on during the week or in the evening? Yeah, do they got to give you a couple day notice? Call you in the morning? How, how does how do you how do you work? Yeah, no, I mean they can call us the same day. I mean, you know, we need a few hours notice, but uh, uh, you know, the, I mean, if they have something planned for a certain date, certainly they're better off to pre-book it. But no, if somebody you know thinking about going fishing and wants to go for sure in a couple hours, just you know call us and uh, we'll take you out. Okay, what's what's the best way to get a hold of you, Terry? Phone, uh, uh, computer, or right? I mean, uh, our phone number is three two zero six nine two four four three zero, and there uh, we have an email that Terry's Boat Harbor at Yahoo dot com. So you know they can go on our website. We have a Facebook deal also, and. Uh, or give us a call, you know. We answer our emails and we answer our phones, so. Okay. Uh, and, and, the, and the big boat, you can take the big pontoon, you can take, what, 30 on there, 25? Oh, that one holds 35. And then the small boat, the, the wood boat, when you put uh, 15 on there? Well, that holds up to 23, but, you know, 15, 16 is very comfortable on that boat. Yeah, 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 the old wood one, I always liked the one I had. That was a... That was a fun boat to fish out of. Still my favorite boat of all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll have to get a – see if we can't get a, a listener group to go fishing with uh, me and Stan on the boat for a Balax deal. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, because yeah. we do have to have a little competition. I don't know if you hear, heard, Terry, but last week was – well, you knew it was the governor's opener, obviously, but – we had a little uh, little side bet on who was going to win the first ever Kudak versus Stan Challenge. Now, I don't know how much you listen to the show, but I'm sure Kudak's told you, I I don't have much fishing skills. I'm the Bottle Bass champion, where he's a Hall of Famer. But uh, by default, since he ditched me last week, I actually won the first annual Kudak versus Stan Invitational Fishing Tournament, so we may have to uh, schedule another one this summer where he can maybe try to get a little revenge on me. Oh, is that right? He yeah. wasn't sick, was he? No, he wasn't sick. He just, I don't know if he got oh, sick I, of me or what. I had, to, I had to come up north and do some stuff for him, and I decided, well, he called, and I forgot about it because I told him about three weeks ago I was going to help him out, well... I ended up coming up and doing what I told him I'd do, and, and uh, it was just how it worked out. But, you know, I figured this way. I give Stan the one win, 
Now I can, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't feel sorry when I beat him the next 10. Oh, okay, yeah. That's only fair. Yeah, I figured, you know, I'll, I'll get my handicap win so he can go up for a day or two, and then I'll just shellac him. Yeah. Well, Terry, you uh, enjoy the afternoon up there in Mille Lacs. Uh, stay out of the breeze, and uh, we'll chat with you soon. Sounds good, guys. Have a good one. Take her easy. Thanks, Terry. That is uh, Terry from Terry's Boat Harbor up there on Mille Lacs. You can check them out at uh, terrysboatharbor.com. Uh, we got to make a correction, Kudak. The secretary just uh, shot me a message and said that did not ta- she did not tangle my lineup more than once. It was just one time, so she wanted to make that clear to the listener that she wasn't tangling up. Apparently, I said it was many times, so we want to make that correction. Well, I, I'm glad that uh, she has straightened you out. And Did she text you about how she set the hook on her, on her Snoopy rod and gave it to you so you could catch fish? She did not mention that, and uh, that did not happen. And yeah. I think we can have proof That's, of that. that. Yeah, well, that ain't what she told me when she called me. Well, you can see some proof. I haven't gotten the pictures up there, but I know she has the secretary. She has some, and I know our buddy Steve Panaz has some as well. Also, check out his uh, Facebook as well. I know he had one of his big bass, that thing he caught. That thing was a monster. So that, I'm sure, is up on his page. And also check out our Outdoor Adventures page because we got a lot of pictures from the governor's opener. I'm going to be posting more from that up in Wilmer. We met a lot of great people. We chatted with uh, John Edmond from the Explore Minnesota group. We also chatted with DNR Commissioner Tom Landwehr. A big announcement, if you haven't heard, our friend Mike Coldfront-Curry is retiring here uh, well, here in a couple of weeks from the DNR. And we also talked to our buddy, the Colonel, uh, Rodman Smith, up there. So we had a lot of good interviews. You can find that on our Facebook as well. Um, all the interviews from the governor's opener, and you can also find it on the iHeartRadio app. Just search Outdoor Adventures. Um, I wasn't able to post it last week like I normally do every Saturday because I was out of town for the opener, but I got that posted up today, so that is now uh, available to download and listen anytime on that free iHeartRadio app. And you forgot there's another one retiring, too. Oh, yeah, Pereira, the fisheries guy, is, is retiring as well. Don Pereira's retiring uh, June something, middle of June, I believe he's retiring. So, you know, there's two of them that, uh, you know, are retiring. So it, it's going to, you know, they got some big shoes to fill now. Yeah, and uh, I know Mike Curry, we know him very well. He's been a guest on our show many, many times, and he was one of the first uh, people to join us here on Outdoor Adventures and kind of help us get the show going, and he works a lot with the kids over the past many years, uh, getting kids involved, whether it's you know turkey hunting or fishing or duck hunting or goose hunting. He he gets these kids involved, and he, he has done a great, great thing for uh, the state of Minnesota as far as his uh, capacities there with the mentoring program, and we wish him the best of luck. And I don't know if you got an invitation, Kuduk, but he is having a going-away party. Uh, so I, you probably didn't get an invite, I'm guessing. No, no, PJ, I guess he didn't invite me for that one. It must be down in the cities. He knows I don't go past Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're always down here buzzing around. No, no, no. He, I'm sure it's over where he lives over there. I think he did say something to me about it, but I, I kind of uh, forgot about it. 
We'll chat more about that. We're going to do a little bit of a recap with the governor's opener because there's a lot of other people we chatted with there as well that uh, we were are going to be putting on a uh, another podcast, so kind of a uh, bonus edition of Outdoor Adventures as well. So we'll talk about all the things we did up there, uh, some of the fun stuff we had, and uh, some of the things to look forward to for the rest of the summer here coming up on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. FM 103.5 and the free iHeartRadio app. Classic from the Chris Kudak era. That is Lito Shuffle from Boz Skaggs. You remember that one? Oh, you bet. That was a good old tune back in the day. Yeah, it's still good. I got to admit, your, your era, I think, I was looking at my list and I was looking at your list, and your songs, I, uh, I think, are going to stand the test of time a little bit longer than the ones from my generation. Oh, I'll tell you what, back in the... In the in the seventies and eighties, we we had some good good bands. I mean, we had we oh, had yeah. some good rock and roll tours. Here we go. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. It's already stood the test of time, so I think it's gonna not gonna go anywhere. But like I said, I kind of grew up in a interesting time where kind of went through three different genres of music literally within five ten years so it was a cool time because you had different you know uh genres which i mean i guess every uh, generation has that but it just seemed like it was a uh, a lot bigger trend back uh, when i was growing up than maybe back in your day it was more of the classic rock kind of was living for a long time back in those days oh you bet and we gotta we gotta mention you know that summer's here you know we got opening of fishing we got all this stuff but we also, it's car show season. I see more cars, old cars going down the road. I, I believe there was one in Princeton, maybe a car show in Princeton today. And, you know, it's that time of the year. And I, it, it's really nice to see these old muscle cars running around. I mean, I, I, uh, I kind of enjoy going to them old car shows. And I got a bunch of buddies that got old muscle cars. And, you know, they still, a few of them still drag race them. But I, I really seen some nice ones going down the road. And uh, you know what? we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna have to get a hold of my buddy in Malacca here because they got the Malacca car show in September, and there's a few other ones going on. So we're gonna have to get the lowdown from him again and see when it's gonna be and all that good stuff because I might uh, I might have to go down and walk around this year. And we might have to get you on a moped too and maybe do a little motorcycle run. I mean, you probably look good on that thing. Well, I had a neighbor just bought a brand new uh, Harley trike and. Uh, he told me if I wanted to use it that uh, he'd be more than welcome to let me use it. Boy, he's pretty tr- more trustworthy of you than I than uh, I would be. Well, uh, that rice grinder that you got would probably fall apart. At least these Harleys are American-made. They don't fall apart. Well, last I read, uh, the old uh, American Harley isn't uh, doing too hot. I don't know if you've uh, checked the headlines at all, but uh, that that's your opinion, and that's fine. Yeah, 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 well. You could always put the sidecar back on and give me a ride to the sidecar. I do not have a sidecar, folks. If you've uh, listened to Kuduk, he mentions that all the time. But just for the record, I do not have a sidecar on my motorcycle. It would be cool to have one, though. I mean, just to haul the groceries home in, you know, maybe throw a case of beer in there and 
go back home and drink it? Well, I, you know, the Rogers boys, you know, they call you sidecar stand, so. So that's where you're leaving it. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention, too, with the governor's opener, uh, switching back to that, we were there last weekend. It was a lot of fun. Uh, not only the four main interviews, we had the big dogs on there. Uh, you can download that now on the free iHeartRadio app. Just search Outdoor Adventures. But we chatted with a lot of you know local people, the people that helped put it on, the local guides. And, I mean, they get out of uh, different areas, too, but they're really the experts there in that area. So if you are maybe traveling to that area, um, check out. We will uh, probably get that up next week, and we'll also probably sneak it in on the air here uh, over time. Maybe the next time we're out of town and can't uh, do a live show, we'll throw some of that in there. But, you know, from anything from, you know, uh, marinas around that area to golf courses, um, and then also just a lot of other people, you know, from the outdoor industry that unfortunately were. We're uh, stuck with an hour here, so we don't have time to get everybody on. But always a always a good time up there, and we always get some good information. Oh, you know, we we had we talked to you know so many people there. All I mean, them towns are so nice, clean towns. I mean, it was it, you know it, it, we're, I haven't been there in years and years and years. But I'll tell you what, I would have no problem going back there, going fishing or or doing stuff down there. I mean, all the people we met, they. Uh, you know, we had a new Viking that grew up in town over there. We interviewed him that just got drafted by the Vikings. We had an old Viking that had Stan in the headlock and Stan was trying to block him, and that didn't work out so well for him. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, Doug Sutherland was up there, uh, one of the Purple People Eaters, and, man, that guy is still huge. Oh, well, you know, I was talking to him there. He still goes to the gym. You know, he lives in Duluth. He grew up in Duluth, and he still lives in Duluth. He still goes to the gym three or four times a week to, you know, keep tone. I mean, the guy's got to be in his late 60s, early 70s. I mean, that guy, he's in very good shape. And he and he loves the outdoors. I mean, he is, him and his buddies fish constantly. I mean, they're they're on the St. Louis River or one of them bodies of water up there. I mean, they're, that, that gentleman just loves the outdoors. Yeah, he does. And he's a great interview, too. And he's one of the guys we chatted with. So, like I say, uh, we'll get that stuff posted up here in the next couple of days. But we wanted to give you a little bit of time to get all the other stuff from the governor's opener there in Wilmer. It's always a fun time. And uh, if if you want to have some fun, come and join us at the governor's opener in Albert Lee next year. That will be, uh, I'm not sure exact date, but uh, whatever, second weekend or first weekend in May. It'll be down there, and I'm kind of interested in that, too, because I've always driven through that area wondering, you know, are there actually any fish down here in these lakes? But from what I have found, sounds like it's going to be a pretty good area to to try it out. Well, I, I, you know, I heard it was on Elbert. What lake is it on? Is there is it a mud hole, a duck slough? What is it? I don't well, know. Well, I think it's going to be mainly on uh, Albert Lee Lake, which I, I know, I think that just goes right, right in between 35 there, so... It basically on both sides, but I know when I drive through there, it it seems like a pretty damn big lake. So I think there'll be plenty of of surface area, and I know there's a lot of, you know, spaces in between that we could probably hit too. Well, you might have to go on the DNR website and and pull up and see what see what uh, the fish, you know, what they got in there for fish, what size and what what kind of fish are in there. So you know, we can figure this out because it should all be on the DNR website. Yep, so we'll check that out, and we'll get some information posted once, definitely once it gets closer. But we invite you to join us at the Governor's Fishing Opener if you've never attended. I mean, there's plenty of things for the kids. They had a bunch of prizes. They had a 
They had a rock climbing wall. We went out to the park uh, that afternoon. I uh, had a chance to run into the governor and all his constituents and, and buddies out there. And we saw a real badass cop out there that was kind of like CIA type, you know, kind of undercoverish, you know, and I kind of made a comment as we we're going by. So that was pretty funny. He gave me the eye look under the sunglasses, you know, just like in the eighties movies. So that was pretty cool. But, uh, they had jumping pens for the kids. They had, um, learned to cast and we chatted with the guy from the DNR and I learned a lot. Uh, they were there with the electro fish boat. And I oh, said, yeah, the shock boat. Yeah, I sat and talked to that guy for probably 15, 20 minutes and it was pretty educational and interesting how they do that and how they work all that. Oh, you bet. I've, I've seen them do it on Mille Lacs oh, for years. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty interesting deal what they do. <laughs> but we also can't forget, you know, we're going to be at the governor's deer opener here this fall. And they they have a lot of stuff going on for kids there too. And where is that again? I totally spaced where that is at. Hinkley Casino. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right down there. I did mention that earlier in the show. Yeah. God, my memory well, doesn't even last an hour anymore. There'll no be no Mike Curry. <laughs> I know it's going to be sad. I wonder who's going to replace him. I haven't heard yet. Well, maybe we could talk him into coming back for that. Well, maybe maybe they should appoint me. Yeah, there you go. Although I don't know how good of a mentor I would be. I don't know if that's the right title for me. Bottle bass mentor. <laughs> yeah, all the kids would be falling out of the boat if they went with me. Or the deer stand. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, that'll be a nice close one for you. So hopefully you'll stick around for the entire festivities so I can razz you a little bit. Well, you know, I, we do the radio Friday morning, and I shoot right back to Blackham because I hunt over here Saturday morning. Yeah, you know, that, that's right. You know, that one there, we do the radio, and as soon as I'm done with the radio, I uh, I hunt I hunt for home because I got uh, I got a full house of people deer hunting. You know. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that is coming up in Hinkley, a long ways away, but uh, keep that in mind as well. And before we go, I just got a couple of minutes here I wanted to touch on. Uh, they're looking at the uh, possibility of revoking driving privileges on sleds and ATVs for one year after a conviction of a DWI in any vehicle. So if you get in your car or your motorcycle, you also can't drive any of the other recreational vehicles. And I would think this has got to go through, and I don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, because, I mean, it's just another loophole, which I thought they would have sewn up many, many years ago. Well, you know, I always thought if you you got an uh, uh, alcohol ticket on any any motorized vehicle, it, was, it went on everything. But I, you know, I always thought it was that way, but I guess it wasn't. Well, I think that's why a lot of people uh, are, are calling for it, because unfortunately uh, it was, where was it? Where the, I can't remember exactly where it was, but that kid got killed by a yep. uh, drunken snowmobiler and, and that was over uh, Chisago. Yep, and I mean he had already had uh multiple DWIs it sounded like before that. So um I don't know if he had uh already oh yeah, he was already facing a previous charge. So basically he couldn't drive a car, but by law he could still drive an ATV and or uh you know a snowmobile. So I think that's going to be a good one. Here not too long ago, a guy got a, a DWI on a lawnmower, and somebody got one on a horse, and <laughs> and uh, there was a, another brother deal. I believe down in the cities, a guy, you know, they've, they've, they've given a DWI, so why would it be any different than a snowmobile or a four-wheeler, I guess? I, I, I don't understand it. Well, well, what they're doing is, is if you lose your license 
to drive a car, you also lose your license to drive a snowmobile. Where now, you can have a DWI and not have a driver's license, but you can still get on a snowmobile and legally drive because you don't technically need a driver's license to drive a snowmobile. Well, so if I if I get a DWI in my vehicle and I got a four-wheeler sitting in the shed or a snowmobile sitting in the shed, then I can drive that to town to the bar. That's uh, the way it is right now, yeah, unless they pass this law. <laughs> No wonder all these guys in the second ones are driving their side by side <laughs> four wheelers to the bar and leaving their vehicles at home. Yeah, you may want to check on those guys. Uh, I went out there's a, probably a few of them doing that, but uh, that just goes to show you how uh, silly the legislature works. Oh well, yeah, not that they do surprises me anymore. All right, buddy, we'll talk to you next week. All right, we'll talk to you later. I'm going back to the to the lake. Sounds good. That is legendary guy and freshwater fishing hall of famer Chris Kudak. I'm Stan Poggle. Black Republican, Black Democrat, they are back with another great show coming up here at the top of the hour on Twin Cities News Talk. Enjoy your time in the outdoors. Talk to you next week.